This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Saturday the 23rd of October and thanks for joining me, Simon Calder, for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the Travel Desk of the Independent, which, as you can tell, is currently at Chippenham in Wiltshire on the train to Bristol Temple Meads. Today, though, I don't want to talk about the railways. I want to talk about air passenger duty because it is going to change, we think, in the budget, which is coming up this coming Wednesday. Now, how is it going to change exactly? Nobody knows because that, I guess, is market-sensitive information, but the Guardian has a fairly comprehensive leak of what is going to happen. But before we talk about that, let me explain what air passenger duty is, where it came from and where, in my opinion, it is going. Air passenger duty was introduced in November 1995 by the then Chancellor Ken Clark. And later he talked to me about it and he said basically... Air travel, a bit of a luxury thing, wasn't being taxed at all. There's no tax on aviation fuel. So I thought, he told me, that it would be good to have some kind of tax. And that's exactly what he did. Initially, it was very straightforward. Five pounds for a uh, just a, a, any flight in economy. And that included both directions if you were on a UK domestic flight and then £10 if you were in business class. What could be simpler? Well, clearly it was too simple for some and so we got a gradual increase in the complexity of it and of course the rates. And in 2006, the then Chancellor Gordon Brown dramatically increased air passenger duty, basically doubling it overnight. By then, the long-haul version had got more and more expensive and we eventually ended up with a system where you had air passenger duty for European flights then anything from 4,000 to 6,000 miles was slightly higher and anything above 6,000 pounds was enough to trigger the highest rates that was all scrapped, can you believe, in 2015 as a kind of election uh, promise. At the time, it was clear that, for example, um, the many people with relatives and friends in India were being hit by really quite a high rate of tax because they were just over 4,000 miles away. It's measured to the capital of the country that you're talking about. For Caribbean islands, many of them just over 4,000 miles again that was too high Um, and so we suddenly saw this complicated system reduced basically just to the uh, Europe and the rest of the world 
um, with an extra twist if you are insisting on your private jet uh, then you are paying what six times the uh, normal rate for um, Europe and about uh, eight times as much for uh, going further afield and of course the basic rate or actually as they call it the reduced rate is doubled and slightly more so uh, for long haul journeys if you are going in business class or indeed any class other than the most basic economy so I would never for instance get premium economy leaving the UK I'd certainly pay for it coming back but leaving the UK you are you are effectively paying an extra hundred quid um, to the government which I would slightly prefer not to do if you don't mind so putting it all together um, the rates at the moment 13 pounds for most flights uh, in Europe and if you're going return in the UK that's 26 pounds um, you can double that if it's in business class and for long-haul flights anything basically outside Europe it's 82 pounds in economy 180 pounds in business class what we're going to see in the budget according to a leak to the independent to the guardian in fact this time um is we're going to see the return of the distance bands yes we are so that's going to be um uh, effectively saying yep yeah, we're going to reintroduce 2,000, 4,000 and 6,000 miles just to give you an idea of the places in them uh, so Dubai and New York are all in two to 4,000 um, India uh, the Caribbean Many places in Africa, South Africa, uh, the uh, 4,000 to 6,000. And then finally 6,000 is sort of reduced. Uh, it, it, it's, um, oh, we're going through a tunnel here. I hope you can hear it. Uh, 6,000 miles plus is for places like um, Tokyo, uh, Singapore, and of course the non-stop flights to Australia, which are soon to be starting up again. So we're going to be back where we were it's going to mean that air travel gets even more expensive except that while all of this is going to be done on environmental grounds the rumor is that air passenger duty for domestic flights is going to be reduced for leveling up reasons and that just seems impossible to argue um, if you really want to change things for the better then you do not cut tax and encourage people to fly it just seems absolutely mad um, but there we are that is uh, what the score is and as a result of that the um, cost of flying within the UK will, will cut I can completely see the case for that for for instance links to and from Northern Ireland because the, the terrestrial equivalents are generally very slow not so much because of the um, uh, problems with sea but just the infrastructure at either end however it is likely that we are going to see rates cut and it would be very interesting to see how the government possibly justifies that and I imagine that the railways which are of course these days entirely funded by you and I are going to uh, respond I imagine they will be quite cross who knows? And maybe he'll do something about uh, air passenger duty for long-haul flights from Northern Ireland, where the um, 
uh, rates are zero for any uh, long haul um, uh, destinations because, well, frankly, they want to encourage airlines to fly in and out of Belfast International. Anyway, that's quite enough for now. When it happens, you'll hopefully know a bit more about it. And for now, from me, Simon Calder, thanks very much indeed for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Do follow that up with forward slash newsletters. You can subscribe to my weekly travel email. And that's free every Friday morning. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.